If you're looking to make big changes to your workday, one way to do that is to practice the concept of addition through subtraction, which is essentially asking the question, what can I take out before adding in something new? Now, this can be a really powerful concept for us, but in practice, it can be hard to implement day to day for two big reasons. So in this episode, I want to talk you through those roadblocks and then give you a two-step process for how you can start improving your workday by subtracting first. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the Workday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Amoroso. Every workday, we encounter dozens of situations that we have to navigate in order to have a successful and productive workday. And the way you choose to think through those situations helps shape not only the kind of day you have, but the trajectory of your career. This podcast is all about helping you to navigate those situations, show up at your best, and be happier at work. One of the reasons that your workday mindset can be such an important driver for structural change in your day is because in order to make changes that we want to see, we need to bring a certain type of mindset to bear. And one of the ways to make an immediate impact on your workday is to adopt and to practice the concept of addition through subtraction. Now, addition through subtraction basically means that as you move through your workday, you're constantly looking for things you can subtract before you add. So you move through your day asking the question, what can I take out before adding in? So this is a simple concept, but in practice, it can be hard for us to execute. And I want to give you two big reasons why that is. So first, when we want to change something about our day, our initial instinct is generally to think, what can I add? Or what new thing can I introduce to make this better? That includes new routines, a new work tool, a new schedule, a new anything. But the challenge that we encounter when we go straight to adding something new is that we haven't done anything to clear out the old stuff first. And by that, I mean both our physical stuff, but also our mental and emotional stuff. We haven't done anything to address the old routines, the old processes, the old beliefs, the old stuff that was blocking and congesting our workday. And that probably played a major role in why we decided we wanted to make a change in the first place. Sometimes we have years or even decades of thinking and thought processes and routines around how we work that we have to uproot and clear before we can make room for something new. Otherwise, all we're doing is just adding yet another thing to the mix. The second reason that the concept of addition through subtraction can be hard for us is that we generally have an unwillingness or a resistance to letting things go. And that unwillingness exists both consciously and subconsciously. So consciously, we don't like to let some things go because we actually do like them or they partially work or they do serve some purpose or maybe they're comfortable or familiar to us. Maybe it's something that we've always done a certain way. And even though it's not the best use of our time or not the most efficient use of our time, we still keep it around because it's familiar. Now, subconsciously, we don't like to let go of things because we have an emotional connection to them. Or sometimes they act as buffers between us and things that we want to avoid. So they're easy and they're simple and we drag them out forever and hold on to them because that means we don't have to do some of our hardest work or confront our stress or anxiety around a project 
or have to deal with a client we don't necessarily want to deal with. And our mind tricks us into being busy to avoid those situations. So one really good example is checking email. I had a client I worked with who started her day by spending probably an hour or more responding to emails first thing in the morning. Some of them were important, but most of them were actually not that important. And when we dug in, we realized that she would take her good old time writing some elaborate response to a really simple request or something that shouldn't have taken that much time or thought for her to follow through with. And eventually she realized that the reason that she kept doing that was because it allowed her to put off harder work that took more brain power. So in other words, she was subconsciously creating a buffer every morning between her and doing hard work or a project that she didn't want to do because it helped her put it off. And even though she knew that it was not productive to start her morning that way, she resisted subtracting it from her day for that reason. So if our default reaction when we want to make a change is to add, and if we compound that with our conscious and subconscious desire to hold on to things, what can we do about it? The answer is to focus on subtraction. So if we've identified a problem that we want to fix, or if there's a change that we want to make, we have to focus on asking this question. What can I subtract to create space for the new concept or idea I want to introduce? And even more specifically, how can I create more space in my day for impactful work by subtracting ineffective things from my day? So let me give you a two-step process here that you can use to start thinking about addition through subtraction. So step one is just to take 10 minutes to write down tasks or ways that you spend your time each day that are ineffective. And when I say ineffective, I mean things that ultimately do not move your big projects forward. Or if you had to write a job description for yourself, they probably wouldn't fall within that job description. Or maybe there's someone else on your team who does this thing way better than you. Or there's a specialist or a contractor who you could find to do this for you. And they do it in half the time and probably twice as good. Right? I'm talking about anything that's ineffective compared to what you could be doing with your time. Now, personally, when I think about my workday, I ask the question, is this something that only I'm able to do? And I ask that question because I want to fill my day with as many things that only I can do because that means anything that I could delegate or eliminate in any way just helps me subtract more of the things that I really don't need to be involved in or that I'm really not that efficient or good at in the first place. And that allows me to add more of the things that only I can do because that's what generally helps my business thrive. That's why my clients hired me in the first place. And it's what makes me personally the happiest. So part of our challenge is that we think we don't have enough time in our day, but often what actually is happening is we're moving through our day unfiltered and without being intentional about how we spend our time. And therefore we let anything and everything into our workday that comes into our field of vision. And that includes stuff that we should be doing and stuff that we shouldn't be doing. But here's the deal. You'll never clear enough space to make room for the changes that you want to make. 
and you'll never give those changes a fighting chance unless you get real with yourself about how you might be holding on to things you do or the way that you do them for the wrong reasons. So that's step one. After you've taken 10 minutes to write these things down, then step two is to ask the question, how can I delegate, reduce, or eliminate as many of these ineffective things from my day as I can? This is not the right work for you to be spending your good energy on, so we need to get in the habit of passing this work on to capable team members or setting up systems that are focused on delegation. Or if you're an entrepreneur, hiring some part-time staff like an executive assistant, maybe being more intentional about how much time you spend on this kind of work, like my client who was spending an hour or more on email first thing in the morning, or just making the tough choice to cut out something from your workday that you like or are good at in exchange for making room for more of the work that matters. Now, some of you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's great that you can do that, but literally, there's nothing I can delegate or reduce or eliminate from my day. Everything is essential. I'm the person who has to do it all. If you're having this thought, I understand that. Because like I said earlier, some of us have moved through our work routines for years without looking at subtraction as an option. So if you're having that thought, I encourage you to keep it top of mind for three days in a row. So just make a note to yourself as you start your workday to look for opportunities to subtract and to put this concept into practice. And my guess is that if you look at your day with this different lens, you eventually will start to see a lot of ways you can apply this principle. So just remember that at a high level, before you start adding to your day, I want you to think about what you can subtract first. It's going to help you move closer to the really impactful day-to-day changes that you wanna see. Go have a great work day. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Workday Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you could head over to whatever service you're using to tune in and give us a five-star review. The Workday Mindset Podcast is a collaboration with Populous Radio. Check out their other shows at populousradio.com. Thanks for tuning in and go get them.